ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Welcome back to the Shared Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Susan, and today you are listening to episode number six, all about what's inside my teaching portfolio. If you are just tuning in, you might want to listen to the last two episodes in this three-part series all about getting that teaching job. So I have one all about what to look for before the interview, during the interview, and now this one about the teaching portfolio. So let's dive in and get started. So when I look at my teaching portfolio, the very first thing when you open it is going to be the All About Me page. And it's just a very short page with quite a few pictures that show my versatility as a mom and also as a teacher. I want them to see me as a human being with interests outside of the classroom, but also some things that kind of relate to being in the classroom, such as my love of writing and reading books. On the back side of my All About Me page, I include an extra copy of my resume. A lot of times they will ask for it, and it's nice to have it handy. That's also where you can um, put extra copies. So if you're in an interview panel, then you have several copies for other people. I would suggest having no more than four or five extra copies to take with you along each interview. After that, we go into the classroom management section. And here I have a variety of actual photos in my classrooms in the past of different classroom management styles that I've used that are also popular. Things like being in a PBIS school, trying class dojo, using the Remind app. Those are things that principals are going to look at when they interview you because they want to see if you're already familiar with the technology they might already be using. For example, I have pictures of parent guides that I translated to have them sign up for Class Dojo. This was before Class Dojo automatically translated your page for you. I also have like behavior calendars that I've created voice level charts, visual charts when I was teaching ELL students. And then I have a procedure page where I break down how I teach and show explicit procedures in my classroom. These are things about how I manage the supplies, how I show when they can use the restroom, where they store their supplies, how they interact with each other. This is where you could also put like how you group students. Any of those kind of things are going to fall under classroom management. The next section is going to be literacy instruction. So for this is all my reading, writing, and spelling. So I put different bullet points like I have a balanced approach, I use guided reading, 
grouping, and then also just reading for enjoyment, because I think that's very important in a classroom to make sure you have time for kids to just enjoy stories and books. I talk about how I group my students, how I run my guided reading, and also that I incorporate word study, shared reading, read-alouds, all that good kind of stuff. I also put in there samples of what it looks like for me to do my long-range plans. So for those, I plan it out by the topic, and then I have different um, boxes that I put for each lesson. And then I have an example of an activity that I've used that's very popular with the kids that they really enjoyed, and that was doing a nonfiction book report, which might not be very exciting, but I found a way to incorporate an activity that made it more exciting. So for me, that was kind of a standout for that section, and that's why I included it. Next, we have math instruction. And for the math instruction, I do a lot of hands-on, a lot of manipulatives because I'm a primary grade teacher, and so I want to showcase my ability to have kids interacting with the curriculum. A lot, a lot of pictures in this section um, about how I show my modeling as a teacher, but also things that I've given to the students that duplicate my teacher modeling. For example, student-sized thermometers that they can practice with when I had a giant thermometer. Things like them using Unifix cubes, but maybe on my board I have large manipulatives that I'm using. I I have those really big plastic magnetic um, coins. So pictures of things like that that they might not have seen before because those aren't as common. Hey, I also, again, show how I group my students, show some sample lessons. I show how I differentiate using student notebooks. And these mostly are just pictures with just a couple sentences explaining the picture. Because as I'm asked in the interview, I can always go back and thoroughly explain myself I feel that a principal's time is very valuable. They're not going to want to read paragraphs and paragraphs. This is not like a dissertation for your college class, right? This is to get you a job. So it's just quick snippets, bullet points to get the point across. Okay. So after math instruction, I put parent involvement. This, for me, is a really big integral part of any of my classrooms, And I want to make sure that I showcase it in my portfolio. So for here, I have my sight words. If you've been on my blog, I talk all about how I did sight word night. So that is incorporated into my portfolio, of course. I also love doing secret reader where you invite the parents in to come read with their child. So I put a picture of a parent that came to read and I put the letter that I had invited the families with. And then I did a really cool personal narrative project that I got the idea from Jessica Meacham. And it was an amazing, amazing project in the end. And it turned out so good. So I make sure that I really hype that up in my interviews because that showcases how I incorporate technology, but also how I get parents into the classroom. And then I also talk about how I do newsletters. Again, I bring up the classroom communication through Class Dojo. 
I show pictures of the newsletters. And when I say I show examples of my lesson plans and stuff, they are just small screenshots. I don't actually put the whole size page lesson in my portfolio, just little pictures of it, big enough for them to see and read it. So we're talking maybe, I don't know, like two inches by three inches so that they can kind of see it, but it's not going to be a whole extra page in my portfolio. And then the last thing I put in my portfolio is differentiation. And I put math and then I put literacy and I put explicit examples of how I differentiate for both of those. So my example in my portfolio is a series of pictures for the math, and it shows the same activity and how I've broken it down into three different levels for the students. And then I've repeated that and shown it with a second math activity. And then for literacy, I only showed one way, because that's a little bit harder to show pictures of, but I showed how you know there's different papers, maybe they're reading a story out loud, they're working together as a group, and that's showing uh, my ability to do different differentiation. Now, you're more than welcome to incorporate other subjects and other topics within your portfolio, but that's all I've had in mind. I do have a product on Teachers Pay Teachers that is an editable teaching portfolio. It's the exact same one that I am currently using today and that I got my last teaching job and this next one for this coming year with using. And it does have more topics available in there. So if you're really good at science, you might want to put a science section in there. If you're good at social studies, put social studies in there. I just stuck with reading and math, differentiation, and then um, my literacy components because that to me is my strengths and that's what I wanted to showcase in an interview. So feel free to pick and choose and I hope this helps you a lot and I really hope you get that job that you are looking for. One last thing that I forgot to mention is that at the very, very end of my portfolio, I do put some professional resources as a section. So that might be a copy of my college degree. It might be reference letters from past employers. Um, It has some college transcripts. I've done some Kagan training, and that's a big thing right now. So I put certificates from that, and then I put my very last teacher evaluation scores in there. So I put that at the very, very end. Most people don't ever look at it, so that's why I put it at the end. And it's just there, just in case they ask or, you know, they're they're curious, they can they can take a look at that. Now if you are a college student and you haven't had a teaching experience yet, I still encourage you to make a teaching portfolio and use examples from your student teaching, but also use things that you found online because that shows that you are really taking consideration of what you want in your classroom, and that's going to make a big impact with the interview panel. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode on what's inside my teaching portfolio. I will have a blog post that shows actual pictures of my portfolio to kind of give you a visual to go with it. And you can find that link in the show notes, which can be found through the Apple iTunes podcast page or on shareteaching.com 
on my podcast page as well. Just look for the specific episode, episode number six, and you'll see a link with all the things I've talked about in the show notes. So thanks for tuning in. I look forward to talking with you next time. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes as they come out. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching, hitting that subscribe button, and leaving us a review on iTunes, so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. So, um, um, so a lot of my pick that they came in, um, 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 careful and, and I will see, I guess, hear you or talk to you next time. <laughs>